Welcome to podcast 184 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Dave, and on this week's pod, I'm joined by Dupe, Friday Night FM, and Mad FM. Boys, how's it going? Tremendous. Good, Good evening. Good. Nice, nice enthusiastic start to the pod. Um, today, as always, we're going to have a safe focus and then we'll delve a little bit more into the Football Manager Winter Update that dropped earlier on uh, this week. Uh, but I think we're going to focus our attention on Mad Save today. We've had an update from him previously. Um, still in France, Mad, I take it. How are things going with Angers at the moment? With Angers. It's, uh, the pronunciation is always a challenge, especially if you're Irish. <laughs> Uh, things are going pretty good. Uh, last time I was on, things were going pretty average, I think. Um, but we've done, I think I've done about maybe a season and a half uh, since we last spoke about it. So I've completed five seasons. I've just finished season five and we've come third, which is pretty good. I'm pretty happy with it. We So the season before, we actually finished third as well. We had a really good run at the end. Um, but I've literally squandered all my cash on Amin Guiri in the January transfer window which means, um, so we finished the season in third, Champions League qualifying spots, but no money. Um, so that was a bit <laughs> a bit of a challenge. So I had to go a bit... I that um, feeling, right? Yeah, you know the feeling too, right? Having um, no money, mate, yeah. So I, I had to kind feeling. of get a bit, had to get a bit creative, yeah. Uh, so in the end, what did we do? Um, in the summer, went straight into the old free agent market, uh, picked up two, actually two really solid signings, to be honest. So got um, Jeffrey Condogbia, he was like 31 yeah. or 32, maybe, from um, Atletico. Beast, absolute beast in the midfield. And, um, is, is he French? Is he yeah, Welsh? He was. He's, he's mm-hmm. a Central Africa Republic now. Yeah, he's, he's got a French passport because you have to have the he French national. He has passport though, right? Yeah, he has, yeah. Um, that's one of the rules of the save, obviously. Is, uh, it's a homegrown save. So uh, he's got the French passport, thankfully. So he got in. He, he got in the door. And um, we also got in, um, oh, pronunciation again. His name is John Philip Gabamon, the Everton guy. Yeah, from Everton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Jean Philippe, uh, either the G is silent Gabani. or the B is silent, but we'll call him Gammon. Um, so he's like a. <laughs> he's a Gammon. Gammon, yeah. Um, he's a defensive midfielder slash right back. So I got him playing uh, in right back. And he's quality, actually. He's still only like 29, I think, when I signed him. Um, so I was very happy with those two signings going into the Champions League qualifier. So we finished third back-to-back in two seasons. Champions League qualifier in both. Played Sporting Lisbon in both qualifiers and lost both against Sporting Lisbon in the two legs. Oh. And haven't qualified. So it's Euro- Europa League for the second time running. Um, so I haven't actually, I haven't started the Europa League yet. Again, very little cash this in this uh, summer transfer window. Um, but Dupe, I was taking a leaf out of your book. Just when I saw you had it done, I did the same thing. Signed Matteo Guendouzi on a free, um, which was quality. He's still only like, it's like 26 and I'm in the year 2025. I didn't realize he's that young. Um, yeah, we're 2023. So I've got, I got a 23 year old Guendouzi. Yeah, so um, he's good. Which is a steal when you think he's for free, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, Definitely. He's good. I like him. I don't think he's a starter from my side, but he probably, uh, again, no, no, no disrespect with the difference between the Napoli and, and, and your team. I think it's, um, I'm assuming he's doing really well, but you've bought a lot of defensive midfielders. Yeah, I've, 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 I mean, <laughs> Gammon, Joel know this, I, I've, I've a bit of a fondness for the old defensive midfielders. <laughs> um, I tend to write about them every now and again. I don't know why, they just seem to be available because you know, I can only sign homegrown players. I've got very limited cash. There's only so many players that are... Um, 
kind of available that either want to sign or that I can sign, especially when it comes to free agents, right? Um, so we're fairly well stacked in midfield. We've got Guendouzi, Condogbia, um, Theo Zidane and Enzo Lefe um, as our kind of choice. But we play three in the middle, so uh, it's pretty decent in fairness. Um, but definitely, I mean, Guri is the star man. He's he's quality. Well, I mean, I look at him, he's the Irish Robbie Keane for me. Um, or sorry, the French Robbie Keane. The Irish King. Robbie Keane. <laughs> <laughs> is he well? He's very, very wrong. <laughs> he's, yeah, I'm getting confused. He's the French Robbie Keane as far as I'm concerned. He's just, uh, he's really, uh, I'm playing him as, a, and as a, uh, an advanced forward. So he's just always kind of on the line. And the through balls, the like Theo, I had 19 assists out of Theo in the league last season. Um, wow. Just all those through balls, which was just lovely to watch. Um, so yeah, no, it's really enjoying it. Like it's a great save. I'm into season six now. Um, so like it's the usual story in France dethrone PSG but having said that on the last day of the season in last season in season 5 um, it was Lyon and PSG both at the top of the league on say, on level points um, PSG had a better goal difference and PSG lost to Brest and Lyon drew and they won the league on the last day wow um, yeah which was great because like it's the PSG show they've won like 7 in a row up to this point so um, and the ridiculous, ridiculous spending of money. It's beyond a joke. Uh, in fairness. I think with, like like you said, defensive midfielders, I think it's just one of those positions where there's a lot of clubs that let them go uh, due to age or whatever. But I think you can get away with sometimes, even if they're slightly lower physically, like in terms of pace and speed, I think you can always get away with having those defensive midfielders. I think there's some quality players there, especially in the French League. Again, yeah. You know, other than those sort of big, maybe four or five teams, the rest of the the league, you know, you probably feel that you should be able to beat. So having a quality midfielder or defensive midfielder, even without those physicals, I think they're always going to be a strong addition to your team, aren't they? Oh, definitely. I mean, at this point, you know, like going into season six, we're definitely, you know, among the best of the rest. Leon have built a serious team. They've got like Sancho um, and Cherky and wow. Dembele and, and a few. So they've, they've done really well, but... I'm kind of, yeah, pushing for that third, maybe kind of second spot at this point. But yeah, I play three in middle, so I get a lot of injuries. I think there's a lot of injuries in FM21. I think that's the theme of the network save as well. That's right. Um, taking turns. Um, so you need yeah. need the squad depth there, especially with three in midfield. Um, otherwise, it's a struggle. So, um, so yeah, we're just we're just finished our third season now in Red Star. About to go fourth. Now only missed the, the playoffs. But... Um, it, it scares me. It does scare me when you go up, when you just have a little browse on the leagues and, you know, and PSG, are, I don't know, I think they were 31 points clear. Um, it's like, <laughs> it's like you've got two leagues, an extra league to go up, right? You have to get to the top of that league and then you can then take on PSG. Um, when you fared, how have you fared against them? Have you beat them yet? Yeah. So one of the objectives was to beat them and I beat them in a game in season four, like in this, the second leg, the second fixture of the, that season. And then I went into season five and I beat them again. Um, but like either side of that fixture, I lost like Reims and Nimes and all these guys, you know, like you, you do stupid things against lower clubs and then you put in a performance against PSG. Um, but it's, it is, it's impossible to compete with them. Like I, I'm, I'm there chuffed because I've brought in Condogby on a free and they went to sign Kai Havertz for 119 million mm. um, the next day. So that wow. kind of resets the old reality check. Um, they signed like Ferran Torres. They signed Firmino. They signed like because, what, the day that was like the day they lost the league to Leon that time. The next news article, you know, the social feed was like uh, PSG about to spend big money on Haaland. Because, you know, what do you do when you lose the league to Leon? You go and buy Haaland, right? 
Um, so they haven't signed him yet and we're about probably about a week out from the end of the transfer window. I hope to God they don't sign him. <laughs> got any, you got any more business in? Uh, I brought in, so I had, I got a bit of money and I, so I, my mission was to get the money straight, I kind of sorted out because I squandered it all with installments for Greery that time because I think I put up like 18 million for him. Structured. <laughs> hashtag structured. That's our favourite word. That should yeah. be the hashtag for the network so structured. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so I was trying to get the finances back. You get about 14 million for finishing third in Liga, which is all right. Um, but I'm not really selling anybody. Like, mission is to hold on to players quite a lot. Like, I got a 26 million pound bid in for um, Ryan Knight Nuri from Liverpool. Managed to reject it. Um, still hanging on to my goalkeeper. I get bids in him for, for him every season. Um, and then I just keep kind of... Um, I'll reject the bid and then he'll complain about it. And then I'll just tell him, Abby, you're a leader in the dressing room. And he just walks out the door happy as Larry um, once you tell him he's the leader in the dressing room um, so I managed to I had about 10 million I bought I needed a striker so I got a guy called um, is it Pelissard have you come across him Dupe? Um he's I think he's in League 2 at the start of it his okay. name is Jessim Pelissard actually um, I think somebody mentioned him in chat yesterday I think I've seen him in a couple of different French saves he's at so he starts at Sochaux Sochaux in League 2 um, yeah and he's kind of develops along nicely. He's got kind of double digits most seasons. So I got him for 7 million. I need him as a backup for um, Guri. And yeah. then just Guendouzi was the other one I brought in to, to back it up. But we've managed to hang on to everyone, which is kind of probably a bit of an achievement in itself. Um, yeah, I think... Um, no, sorry, Dave, you but you're about to... Yeah, I, I think um, I've, I've done my Red Star save very different to uh, to my Napoli save. So I, I, I know it's your save. I just want to quickly mention this, that mm-hmm. I've not spent over any, like literally no money whatsoever. So our bank is looking really good in the hope that when we get to Ligue 1, whatever we earn from Ligue 1, we can just smash back into the club. The thing that concerns me the most is, is that, is that jump. So I didn't, I, we got promoted to League two, uh, 2 and we are, like I said, 6th, 7th. We're doing really well, very competitive. What's the what's the rest like in League One? So are you finding that they're actually, like you said, it's easy game, easy game, easy game. Crap, we're playing Leon, then we're playing PSG. Easy, easy, easy. Are you expecting to win those games or is there actually some sleeper teams in there that's very good? Yeah, there's a few sneaky ones in there, like the likes of um, like Saint-Étienne, um, Rennes, obviously. Now, Rennes aren't, now probably Rennes aren't as good now as they would be in real life, I think. You know, they lose Camavinga, they lose players they can't really attract much. Of course, yeah. Um, but like every season, what I found every season is one team kind of does a, a bit of a, like a, a Leicester or a Sheffield United, you know, just ha- has an, has a really good season, falls apart the following season. Um, so like one season it was not, I think it's Nimes or Nime you call it. Another season was Strasbourg. These teams are just going crazy runs of form. Um, and they're, they ultimately become the ones you're competing with for that best of the rest place. But it's like each season someone else takes a turn. But with this league, I think, and with this squad I have, I think, like it's a decent squad of obviously homegrown players, but I'm a, I'm liable to go out and just kind of draw nil all or lose kind of silly games. And every now and again, I'll just go and I'll lose four nil um, away from home. I think home and away seems to be a big thing as well. Even, you know, I mean, France isn't that big, surely. But um, yeah, I think it's obviously you've PSG and you've Leon, but it, it, there isn't a huge gap between kind of the rest overly. Nobody else really kind of gets ahead of anyone else. They all seem around the same so- level. Are you pulling that gap? Oh, sorry. Are you pulling that gap away? Or are you, are you very close to fourth, fifth and safe? I'm, I think the last season I was closer to fourth than I was second. It was the PSG and Leon show. Mm. Um, in, the, in my fourth season, we nearly came second. I think we kind of bottled it on the last day. 
Um, but we would have been a massive overachievement anyway, to be honest. Uh, by and large, we'd be closer to fourth when you look at the, particularly when you look at the money being spent. Um, and I didn't, uh, because I'm always watching PSG because they're like making these crazy, ridiculous signings. It was Leon that kind of snuck ahead somehow and just like, just had this ridiculous squad. I mean, I mentioned Sancho. I mentioned Cherky. They have, um, you know, they obviously have Dembele there. They've got David De Gea in goals. They've got, still have Hossamuar. Um, They've got a guy called Pedro de la Vega, who I think is Argentinian. Um, who seems to be playing pretty well for them, yeah. Um, they've just signed Ferran Torres from PSG because he wasn't getting game time. So they've kind of sneaked, they've just kind of snuck up there um, and they're competing with PSG. But I'm a bit far off them, to be honest, and it'll take a while to get to get close. So have you, I'd assume you've sort of progressed every season, obviously not expecting you to remember every single league finish like since the start, but have you sort of betted every league position each season now then? <clears throat> Um, yeah, if I drew a line, there'll be a dip in the middle. <laughs> there always is. Um, I think it was, oh, top of my head, I think it was something like um, sixth, fifth, seventh or eighth, and then third, third. So good finishes, um, yeah. Which is decent enough considering, um, yeah, considering what we're doing. Um, I mean, I've managed to get decent players in early enough. I think, you know, some of the players I brought in season one are are kind of my go-to guys now. Um so like the likes of um, Michael yeah. Olise, he's still quality on the left-hand side there. Um, it actually helped. And Ange had a, my right winger is a guy called Mohamed Ali Cho. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's actually English born and raised and he moved to France. I don't know when, fairly young, but he actually turns out pretty good. He's my first choice now. Um, so they have the, like the bones of the basis of a squad was there in terms of some of the younger lads. And then the early signings I made definitely helped. So you're saying you're far off. Do you think it is possible to catch these boys? If so, what is it you need? Do you need a couple of good youth intakes and you can kind of push on from that? Do you need a little bit of luck in Europe maybe? I mean, how did you get on in, in uh, Europa League last year? Um, I mean, there's seven questions there. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Is this the quiz? <laughs> <laughs> is, there, is there a Viking Dan rule on this one? Um, <laughs> good question though. Um, I don't think I'll ever win the league. Um, I think I could probably do this save for 15 seasons and I do really well to win the league. I mean, mainly with the homegrown rule, I think it'll kind of limit because what's, what's going to happen slowly is the players who are who we know now as being the kind of quality French players will become kind of too old to make a big impact on my team. Um, and then obviously just the financial aspect of it because I'm not selling anyone and I really don't want to. Um, I'll never really be rolling in, in the money because the, the prize money, like if, if I keep coming third, I'll keep getting 14 million. There's only so much you can do with 14 million. Um, and then if I keep doing what I'm doing, which is losing the Champions League qualifiers um, to the same team twice in a row, two years in a row, uh, it, it might become tricky. Um, youth intake is is the one I'm, I'm trying to do as much as I can there. We had one really good uh, candidate come through in the last intake uh, in season four. Um, so I'm banking on him turning out to be something. But then in season five... I got one of those youth intakes. I think I showed you one of the days actually we were in chat. I got one of those intakes that has all yellow and no yes. green lines in the preview. So it was like the world's worst youth intake. So it just set me back mentally and <laughs> and uh, in my youth intake. So. <laughs> and how is, uh, I know you mentioned him earlier, how is uh, Ryan Ainuri doing for you? He's unbelievable, Dave. And I don't know what Wolves were thinking letting him go back because he had a 20 million... He had a 20 million release clause. Um, so the highest bid I've got so far was yeah. Liverpool, 26 million. 
Um, I reckon, like, I didn't even negotiate it. I reckon if I threw it up to 40, they'd be tempted, and so would I. Um, but I'm just kind of, like, being a bit stubborn to kind of say, you know, it's homegrown save, he's French, I'm not going to get anyone better than him. So if I want to actually compete, you know, like, to Dupe's question, mm. I'd need to keep them there because there won't be a single kind of left wing back as good as, he, as, as good as him. Having said that, he hasn't been capped for France yet, and one of my objectives is to get an Angers player um, capped for France in the World Cup. Um, but he hasn't actually got a cap yet, um, which is kind of, it's annoying me. He's 24 now and he's having, you know, he's like every single season above seven average um, and he gets loads of assists because I've got him playing as a yeah. attacking um, left wing back with an inside forward ahead of him that cuts inside. So you're trying to get that overlap going. So he gets the assists, but he doesn't get a looking from the French manager. So I'm probably going to need to go for the French <laughs> job to get that objective met. One, get a nice one game, pick eight, no, we resign. Um, that counts, right? Go. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Job done. What more do you want? So, so you reference you got a, a wing back and uh, and and an inside forward cutting in. How and you've got you've mentioned the the, the advanced forward. I mean, we're we're dissecting piece yes. by piece. You're, you're giving us your, your your system here. Um, I'm assuming you're playing a DM because you've mentioned you've bought eleven of those. Um, is it is it just a simple uh, simple four three three wide or are you, are you trying something different? I mean, basically, yeah. I mean. Duke, Duke needs to read my so, blog, madfm.com, just saying. Um, uh, no, I do read it. I'm just <laughs> putting loaded questions out to make it interesting. I don't have to. <laughs> oh, I, appreciate, I appreciate it, Duke. Well, um, if I did yeah, want to read it, where would I find it, man? Uh, I think it's madfm.com. Um, uh, I, can't, I can't say for sure. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, basically kind of like that 4-3-3. So we've got, um, we've got four at the back, but the difference is, yeah, I knew he's an attacking wing back. Whereas I've got that guy um, who I can't pronounce, Jean-Philippe, um, playing it just as a normal fullback. Um, and then the idea is that Michael Olise is on the inside forward, cutting inside all the time. And then we're playing the ball um, on the overlap left to get Ait Nouri up all the time as we can, because he's just, he's quality. He takes on, takes on the man, beats the man every single time and he gets good crosses in when he crosses them early enough and doesn't wait for the fullback to close them down. Um, and then on the other side, it's a standard fullback because I've got Muhammad Ali Cho, as a winger and he's pretty fast um, but he he's just very attacking he's got no defensive um, ability whatsoever about him and you can even see it in game he kind of tracks back just inside our own half and then he kind of just gives up and looks around um, but when you get the ball to him on the counter attack he's gone like a like a shot and then I've got three in the middle I've got um, kind of mixing between uh, Kondogbia and the guy who was there already Amadou as a halfback because um, so I like what I like about the halfback is you kind of see them cover fullbacks or wingbacks when they're gone, um, and then in front of him I've got a Mazala and an advanced playmaker. Um, so I'm usually having Theo as a Mazala and uh, Enzo Lefay as an advanced playmaker. It seems to work, but I mean, you know, who knows? I'm loving it. It's uh, I've not really I've done little saves in France, but never really done a long term save there, and I think it's. Probably one of those. I mean, you see a lot of people, obviously England, um, see a lot in sort of Spain and, and Germany, especially. But I think France is probably one of those top nations that is probably un, like you know undermanaged almost. So it's good to see that you're enjoying it there and a long term save because I think there is ultimately a long term goal there, which is to topple PSG. And I think as good as you are as a manager because of the money that they keep pumping in, and I think obviously Duke will find this probably eventually mm. Red Star. It's just going to be such a difficult challenge to do. It is, and I think, you know, what happens sometimes in FM is if you start getting loads of cash in, right, it becomes, I won't say easy, right, it's always a challenge, but you kind of start to feel, oh, well, I've probably brought this as far as I can because 
it's very easy to buy and there's nobody that is going to say no. Whereas in the French League, if you have a bit, little bit of limited funds and the fact that you're buying large or small French club, you're limited in who you can attract and you're limited in what you can spend. So everything you do feels like a bit of an achievement. Um, so it's kind of like you achieve, but you don't really win. <laughs> but I'll take it any day. Like I said, it, for, for me, the way I look at it is is I don't have one promotion to go to get to the top, but I've got two. You have True. to get, like I said, you have to meet, you have to win that mini league multiple times, do well in Europe and, and hope. I, mean, I think for me, the, the, the one thing I've got as a positive is, is, is I'm, I very much like to play with youngsters. So I like my team to be filled with, with younger talent that could hopefully we can spin for money. Um, and I've been very conscious that this might be a thing. So I've, and this may surprise you. I've actually thought ahead of it, and and this is why, like you know, we're we're a very rich club for the position that we're in because we haven't spent any money. You know, we got promoted, and all I did was bring in a few frees, got rid of a load of players. Our wage budget is actually lower than it was the season before, and we've come sixth in the league above. So we're doing really good business. It's just taken a while to do. You know, pre seasons would normally take a, a day. You know, it's now it's taken a weekend because it just needs to be locked in, and it's. It's such a difficult task to do, but um, it's very interesting. I've never managed in France before, apart from one little save I did with Toulouse that was quite quite straightforward. But this is, um, it's definitely a challenge. It really, really is. And have you um, done much, have you focused on your under-19? You have an under-19 team, I, I would assume, right? No? No. No, oh, okay. No, we've just got, we've just got the B, like the B team, okay. um, which at one stage I was very tempted just to get rid of, um, as it was costing me a lot of money to run. But, We've had a couple of good youngsters that's come through um, and we are, we've are we got good staff and I'm hoping that we can kind of get some good youngsters through. The problem I've got is is rep. I assumed, maybe absolutely wrongly, that Red Star is relatively well-known. You know, they've got quite a good history in France. But, like, I'm having people pick to go to the league below then give them to us uh-uh. because we just don't have the rep that we should have or I feel that we should have. Obviously, we had the issue with the French save and the loaning issue first season. So that mm. kind of, or second season, that hindered us a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think it's a very different approach that I've taken at Red Star. But um, I'm relatively lucky because because I'm doing the achievement banner. I need it to take a while because I need to hit a certain amount of seasons. True. So um, it's, it's a very interesting save though. It's got me gripped. It gets interesting with the under 19. So one of the things I wanted to do was... Um kind of achieve at under 19 level as well as kind of doing my thing in the Liga. So the kind of approach I was taking was if I have decent players that are eligible for the under 19 team, I'll have them in my, I might have them on my bench, but I always make them available to play for the under 19s. So I wanted to actually have my under 19s kind of win. But what I realised is there's, and you might see this if you progress up and get the option to have an under 19 team. So in the French under 19 league, there's actually four leagues but it's not divisions, they're not tiered. It's actually four, we'll say lateral leagues, um, A, B, C and D. And there's like 14 teams in each one. So if your under-19 team wins their league, um, they go into like a semi-final and a final for the for the National League, which is pretty cool. Um, so we've won that twice and lost in the semi-final or the final of the, the next stage. Um, but it's an interesting kind of a side, little side project in, within the save to try and get a get those guys to actually you know win a trophy in that brilliant if if they yeah, give I you think, a team I suppose if I you're allowed to have one <laughs> but it, yeah I think for me like it, it's, it's, this save's going to have to be built on you if I've got no choice 
um, which again is, is lucky for me. But uh, the hard bit is, is the facilities aren't great and my board are a bit reluctant to spend the money, even though we've got it. But um, slowly but surely, hey? Well, big we'll thanks. Yeah, I believe in you, Thanks dude. for the update, Mad. Uh, like you said, if you guys wish to catch up on that, was it madfm.com? I mean, you didn't mention it, but... <laughs> I believe it was yeah, madfm.com. Yeah, I appreciate that. It sounds like yeah, you're really enjoying it. Good save. Um, obviously, this week saw Football Manager drop the first instalment of the much-anticipated winter update. And with it, we saw some changes that can impact uh, our saves. Um, so we thought we'd have a look through the list and see what jumps out in particular. The first one being, and the obvious one, a huge 3.7 million updates to reflect real life and arguably update the starts uh, that obviously starts the trends for new saves. Any of you boys got anything planned, new save-wise, or are we sort of sticking with what we're playing at the moment? Maybe, right? yeah. Eyes emoji. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't, I don't have any, nothing new uh, coming up, but uh, I did have a little nose around the new database when I was doing the this, this prep for the showdown and that. It's... Uh, <laughs> There's some, there's some bumps, who's, isn't there? There's some who, big who old bumps. You've seen, obviously, the showdown uh-huh. is, well, by the time we've up, um, upload uh, and release of the pod, it will be done, but it was a Premier League theme, so I'd assume it's been sort of Premier League players you've been looking at. Yeah, so um, Rashford looks like he's had a bump, um, but I I still think he, he could do with more, personally. Uh, but Bruno's had a bit of a bump as well, I was told. I haven't seen that, but I was told he's had a bit of a bump. Uh, quite an impressive bump. But I always thought he was very good anyway. So that's quite quite a good thing to try and bump him up, right? Um, what about yourself, Dave? Have you like, <laughs> blooded walls with some great young talent that, that's yeah, going to take a lot over the world one day? Obviously, with walls in real life having a fairly below average season, there's not been any significant ones. Uh, probably one of the biggest ones is Pedro Neto. Um, he had he had like a variable mm. PA like potential ability before, but I've set that now uh, a pretty decent level I'd say, and it could push up more if he continues to impress to the rest of the season. But other than that, I think everyone's sort of same old, same old really. Um, obviously, in terms of players, the main one is the the boy from Dortmund, uh, Moy Coco, introduced into the database, fifteen years of age at the start. And I mean, I mean, when we first saw him, Joe, as well, you were like, what is this? Because <laughs> he just looked ridiculous, didn't he? For someone of 15 years of age. Ridiculous attributes. Um, I still don't quite know how they've managed to give him those attributes when he's not really played much prefer- yeah. um, kind of first team football. But, you know, <clears throat> judging by all the videos I've watched of him, he's, uh, he's going to be yeah. a star in FM. <laughs> I was going to say, if you wanted to find out more about him, where would you YouTube. find that, Dave? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you did a great video, didn't you? Uh, and he had a bit of a slow yeah, start, was a, but... Obviously, yeah, out don't want to ruin too much. We had a very strange career. Yeah, a very strange Daughter career. Um, obviously, stayed in Germany for a big part of it and then got his big move um, through Europe, really. But it, yeah, it's weird. Again, he's one of just two players, unless there's been any big updates in January that I've missed out. Um, one of two players that got a minus 10 potential ability uh, so it's him and Kamavinga and you see Kamavinga to, to be fair on the video I did of Moikoko Kamavinga was winning Ballon d'Or awards so that's the sort of calibre of player he can become really but he, even at 15 right at the start of the game genuinely I would take him as a squad player in the Premier League that's how scarily good he is at, at that age so you can just 
you, you just know he's going to become an absolute unit on on any save, really. Was there like, I'm trying to think, like who was the best young player in previous FM versions that would compare to how he's been set for his age? Someone of that age, Sonogo. Sonogo. What a throwback. Wasn't was Vela? Vela was a minus ten when he went when he was at Arsenal. Before my days, Carlos Vela, maybe yeah. Crikey, you're really you're really picking this guy's future up, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it bodes well. Yeah, I was just trying to think who who actually like. At a, at Adu's got to be one in it because I didn't Adu come onto FM at like 14, 15 as well because he was like playing for America yeah, at that age. Good, yeah. Um, he's got to be up there. Yeah. But yeah, just by his attributes alone, I just thought I've never seen anyone at this age look this this good on FM. So I think that's obviously one of the biggest features or biggest sort of parts of this this winter update I know there's a number of players that have been introduced I think Spurs have got a young lad that's been put on there as well at 15 I'm not 100% sure of his name off the top of my head but I've seen him play a couple of FA Cup games for Spurs this year and again he, he looks really really decent as well so he could be one to look out for but apologies I can't, I can't quite remember his name I think I read an article where they're talking about he's uh, he's the next Marcus Rashford <laughs> Marcus Rashford's <laughs> 24. How can you have the next Marcus Rashford when he's only that young? Um, did you, I mean, I know you did the video. Did he have a clause in his contract? Did he go, is he easy to pick up at the start, Dave? Well, what do you think? Or I don't know. Is he going to be quite be difficult? Fair, this, this is a spoiler. He got released from Dortmund, but I'd assume that is because he refused to sign a new contract. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't, I, to be fair, I didn't quite look at that, into clauses and stuff like that. Uh, possibly because you know there's a number of players there that, that, that do have those but off the top of my head I'm not 100% sure It's interesting you mentioned that Dave um, I mean potentially I, I would argue that he's definitely yeah. just not renewed the contract but I've no, I've noticed um, in so I did one beta I did a season of beta and then I've been doing this Andre save pretty much since November um, I've seen Jude Bellingham Camavinga and there was one more that's just slipping from my mind. Yeah. All go on free transfers. So I think Camavinga went to Tottenham on a free. Bellingham, where did Bellingham go? I can't remember where he went, but he went like somewhere like Arsenal for, for a free as well um, once the contract ended. And I was just like, we're losing a little bit of reality there, I would imagine, because yeah. that there's no seen, way I've that's I've seen happening. that as well with Bellingham. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's email. happened on a couple of... That happened last year a bit as well with Jude Bellingham. I remember someone... Um, doing a journeyman save um, last year with a fairly average team and after sort of five or six years they managed to get Bellingham on a free because his Dortmund contract was up um, Bellingham's a weird one on FM as well I don't know if any of you have ever picked him up his attributes are just there's nothing that is ridiculously good like stands out but he's just so consistent he's a bit like um, the Sosia Dad winger is it or Zayabal or something like that <laughs> it's the penalty I have tonight but he, his attributes he doesn't have anything that's like bloody hell that's like world class but he's just so consistent throughout and that's what Bellingham's like as well so that's why I've, I've never been 100% sure whether to take the punt on Jude Bellingham but again he's in a one uh, alongside you know, Dortmund you know next year with a, like a youth save you could be laughing really I think got some the, great guys I think the versatility comes into it because um, it's interesting you mentioned yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. His name oh, yeah. <laughs> we can't pronounce his name. 
but him and Bellingham, they can play like anywhere across the midfield, either the midfield line or the attacking midfield line. Um, so it kind of makes me wonder, you know, when you're not like extremely strong in a certain uh, kind of attributes or traits, is it that versatility aspect that makes you a really consistent all rounder without kind of overly shining and then kind of fading away in whatever mm. g- game logic happens that stops them scoring loads of goals or getting loads yeah. of assists or picking up, you know, Ballon d'Or or whatever, you know. Yeah. And Interesting obviously coming it. away from players, there were other changes in the update as well. We saw um, assists come back. Well, by by that, I mean like the goal alert had changed very, very slightly. So uh, obviously when you score a goal, uh, the goal flash up will now show you who got the assist as well. Um, not not. A huge feature as such, but a lot of people on Twitter are excited about that one. I think they've yeah they've tidied up that I love a, a little love bit it. as well. Really, I think um, yeah. I remember I mentioned it the other day, and Joe was like, "So," <laughs> but there was um, yeah there was plenty of people on social media excited about that one as well. I think I think part of that is because because of fantasy Premier League FPL. Whenever there's a goal, yeah. you're, you're Mate, often like, dude, how often do I do that? When we and fl- it just becomes the yeah, second literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it's good. De Bruno assisted. <laughs> no, Dave. It doesn't matter yeah, if it's okay. against Wolves. Did Bruno assist? I've got a clean sheet. Did Bruno assist? Is your yeah, mu- is it, it well? Is he Welsh? United have got a penalty. Yeah, yes. it's annoying, isn't it? Bruno's going to score <laughs> up the FPL. Um, and. One that I know, Joe, you picked out, I think it was last night in particular, uh, in-game. Uh, improvements to assistant advice during pre-game build-up and matches. Um, what what was what was that one about? Uh, it's just when you go, when you're going into the game, you get the opposition, um, or you get the team sheets, sorry, on the right-hand side, you get um, a little bit more assistant feedback now. So the one that I've seen is where it tells you that the opposition's changed tactic since the last time you played them. So if you are doing kind of, you're looking at yeah. your analysis report beforehand, if they're like lined up in a four four two three one, for instance, um, if they've changed tactic, or it looks like they've changed tactic, it's kind of showing you on that screen before you go into the game. And there's just other little bits of um, kind of text advice that's coming up uh, on the right-hand panel. Just a little neat, yeah. neat addition, I think- really. I quite like that. Um, do you, like, do you think it's their changing tactic, reacting to your tactic, Joe? Or you know, could be. And again, well. it could be how <laughs> crap your staff are, because they yeah. might, they, it, it might be wrong. You know, it it took three seasons before my um, scout actually got Dupe's tactic right <laughs> on the scout report. Took me three seasons <laughs> just to get the tactic right, Joe. To be fair, <laughs> I think I went through a phase before a couple of FMs ago. I used to kind of, um, I would do a opposition scout report and I would have a look at what tactics they've used and see like how many games they've won or lost and then line up a tactic against what I perceive to be kind of like if they've lost against a 4-2-3-1 a couple of times, I would play, I would purposely put out a 4-2-3-1 even if it wasn't my normal tactic. So to try, it was completely like basing my tactic off what what they would probably play because you, I think it's still there that you can see tactics they've played against where they've been likely to lose or they have lost. Yep. Yeah, yeah. still there. But I kind of just think as you get older, I just got lazy and I don't do it anymore. So I'm just like playing my four three three and too stubborn. 
but it's costly. Yeah, there's uh, obviously plenty of other um, little changes and so on. Obviously, you can get the full change list uh, directly from Football Manager if you want to have a, a deeper look into it as well. Lots of content out about that, but um, I'm sure plenty of us are looking forward to diving into new saves or checking out those new little changes that they've uh, introduced. But we do have a quiz today, and it is going to be hosted by uh, Mr. Mad FM. So take it away when you're ready, mate. It's time for the quiz. Excellent. I mean, we, we already had one quiz when Dupe was giving me his, <laughs> his uh, interrogation. 20 questions. Sorry, mate. Yeah. I, I, I apologise for being interested in yourself. Um, Sorry, Dupe. I mean, I don't know if you were the good cop or the bad cop, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens next time around. Um, so, yeah, I have a quiz and it's going to put you to the test. So, hope you're not tired. Um, in season so, two, who did I sign? <laughs> yeah. Which website can you find the answers? <laughs> You're the winner. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to do, actually, do you love this one? We're going to do an alphabet quiz. Um, so I suppose basically... That one, two, three, four. As we, well, yeah, exactly. One, two, three, four. All the letters of the alphabet. We, the questions, each question will be like, uh, the, the answer will begin with the letter of the alphabet and it'll go um, sequence oh, yeah. in sequence from A to Z. Simple, right? Um... So that means there's 26 questions. So we're going to go um, fastest finger first, shout your name for the answer. I don't think we'll do a Viking down rule, will we? No. I think we're too tired. It's too late in the day. Yeah. Um, So basically, first question, the answer will start with A. Second question, the answer will start with B and so on. Going to nail this. This is where the primary school educational will uh, will stand for (laughs) you. So shout the name and... uh, We'll, uh, I'm just going to actually write down your names and try and count some scores because that would probably be useful. We don't need to count on that. Who's going to win? Do you already know you're going to lose or someone's going to win? Uh, do confidence no, I think this is going to be very difficult. <laughs> well, hopefully not. We'll see how it goes. Otherwise, we'll have to uh, re-record it and do another one. Um, excellent. Okay, save so, and reload. Exactly. Um, let's go. So question number one. Begins with the letter A, just, you know, to set the tone of the quiz. <laughs> so, which country does Henrik Mkhitaryan represent at international Dave. level? Dave. Dave? Armenia. Armenia is correct. Well done, Dave. Number two. Begins with B. Uh, okay. <laughs> which, <laughs> which player holds the record as the most expensive 17-year-old player in history? Joe. Joe. Jude Bellingham. Correct. Oh, Joe. Fucking hell. The aforementioned Jude Bellingham. Talked about him earlier, yeah. I can only think of 18-year-olds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's good. That's legal. <laughs> yeah, this is my way up, right? Uh, 25 million, I think it was, for Bellingham. Am I wrong in saying that? I have. Pounds or euros. Who knows? Him. Not sure. Question number three. Dave, this might predate you. It could be too, uh, could be too old for you. Um... No, I'm kidding. Name the Greek striker who scored the winning goal in the Euro 2004 final. Joe. Joe. Karastas. Could you spell it for us, Joe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I-T. Nice. <laughs> Karastas is correct. Angelos Karastas uh, scored the winning goal in the yeah. 1-0 win against, I think it was Portugal. It was uh, yeah, yeah, their, own, their own tournament. Exactly. I was in Greece. Uh, I was in Greece on holidays. I was seventeen when that finally happened. Together. Biggest session I ever had. Yeah. Um, <laughs> moving on to question four. 
You're tracking the letters of the alphabet here now, yeah? I'm doing them on my fingers, yeah. <laughs> so question four, what was the name of the studio that produced the first ever championship manager game? I know this. Joe must oh. have it written on his roof because he's looking up at the heavens at the moment. We really should know this, shouldn't we? Oh. Who <coughs> was shouting this, you know? Reminder, it begins with D. Oh, fuck. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a clue. Not a clue. I'm going to pass. pass. Any takers? Nah. Miles would love this. The answer is Domark. Domark. Domark, yes. So no points for that one. I'll take a point for that one, lads. Thank you very much. (laughs) Um, Question number five. Name the only attribute in Football Manager that begins with the letter E. Joe. Joe. Eccentricity. Very, very good. That is correct. Eccentricity. That's that's you all over, Joe. <laughs> Who said E, not X? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Question six. We'll we'll start we'll start increasing the pace here now. You've 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 got used to it now. You know the alphabet. You you do well. Question six. At which club did champ, Championship Manager legend Mark Kerr start his football career? Joe. Joe. Falkirk. Oop. Fuck. Falkirk <laughs> is correct. I knew it. But just Joe, Joe's too quick, isn't he? He's quick. I've just He's googled alphabet. alphabet, so I could just keep. Keep track, all right? <laughs> Question number seven. Which striker moved to Newcastle following France's victory at World Cup 1998? Dave? Dave. It's not Ginola, is it? Incorrect. Oh. It's a striker. Oh. So which French... Yeah, it's French striker moved to Newcastle following France's victory at World Cup 1998. Did he ever play for Newcastle? It didn't go great, Dave. Oh. As a Newcastle fan, I can uh, I can tell you it didn't go great. Joe, Joe, Givash. Correct answer, Joe. Well done, Stefan yeah. Givash. He played Never four heard. games and scored one goal. He was atrocious. I was I was six. Uh, he wasn't very good at all. Um, Joe was storming ahead here, but there isn't too many nineties uh, too many nineties questions, Dave. I promise. Um, so we're on to question eight. Are you tracking the letters okay? Yeah, yeah I'm sure you are. I'm yeah. right. Which goalkeeper signed for Chelsea in 2006, signed by Jose Mourinho? Dave. Joe. Dave. Oh. Hilario. Hilario is the correct answer. Well done. He was just the perfect, like, typical Chelsea backup keeper, wasn't he? Oh, you want to, right? One of the games I remember of him, I think they lost like 6-1 in the FA Cup to Macclesfield or someone. I mean, they won, sorry, 6-1. Um, Dave, there's 18 questions still going, mate. The one... The one <laughs> Macclesfield nutmegged him. That's all I remember of him. Continue on. Quality sorry. keeper. I feel like the chase nine. here. I've got to explain answers. Question nine. The leadership attribute in Football Manager was formerly known as what? Joe. Joe. Influence. Influence is the correct answer. Wow. Well done. Um, question number it. 10. Which manager led Monaco to the league on title in 2015-2016 season? Dave. Dave. Jardim. Jardim is correct. Dave Can't is making a storm for this. That was close. 
latency on check. Yeah. <laughs> it was Dave and Myers, but I'm in the west of Ireland, so do you know, Very <laughs> there's delays and on all kinds of ways. Over here. Mate. He's, 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 virtually, he's virtually in America. <laughs> Across the Atlantic. Uh, question 11. Which striker holds the record for the most World Cup goals scored? Dave. Oop. Dave. Miroslav Klose. Klose is the correct answer. A little bit quicker, Dupe. You're getting there. I'm slow, mate, and I? I'm just fake. It's fine. <laughs> no worries. Uh, question number 12. Which legendary championship manager striker signed for Aston Villa in 1994? IRL. He's been he's been yeah. discussed he's been discussed on this pod before. I'm not. That's before. I was me. two. Uh, striker. Is it Neil Empty? Neil Empty is the correct answer. Noob. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say it. Um, it's taking me long enough to work answer. out what letter we're on. Let alone the fucking answer to the question. <laughs> Shall I, shall I start with the letter in the next No, question? just carry on. It's fine. Uh, so that was 12 questions. We're about halfway through, lads. Um, so we'll continue on. Question number 13. Which Angolan striker signed Dave. for Manchester John. United? Dave. Manucho. Manucho is the correct answer. Dave knows his countries. Once you bring the country yeah. into it, Dave, uh, Dave is on the ball. I'm hot on them. Hmm. Question 14. Who became the most expensive Italian defender of all time in 2002? Dupe. Dupe. Nesta. Nesta is correct, and Dupe is hey. off the mark. Let's go! Dupe, <laughs> you know Dupe, Dupe plays well in the second half. That's when he scores all his goals. You know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Question 15. Who is the current director of football at Ajax? Dupe. Oh, Dupe. Mark Overmars. Correct. Here we go. Question number 16. Thanks for sending them over. <laughs> You're welcome. Who played in goals for Italy in the World Cup Joe. final? Joe. Pagliuca. Correct. Oof. I He's was expecting... There's a picture on, on my wall right there. Nice. I thought maybe Shooting. there would be a, a guess at Peruzzi for that one. So that was, uh, no. that was his answer. I was going to say Perlo, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have been good enough, probably, in fairness. Um, question 17. Who finished Serie A top scorer in the 2018-2000... I heard Dave first again. Fuck. Very tight again. Sorry, man. It's what I hear. Uh, Quagliarella. Could you spell that first, Dave? Mm. It. No, we'll give you a point. Quagliarella is correct. <coughs> Can you spell it? It. it. <laughs> I bought it. <laughs> Super. Okay, we're on question eighteen. We're back to football manager again. You 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 know a bit about football manager, guys, right? Mm. Yeah. No. No. Just we'll never heard of it. <laughs> Name the two football manager. Goalkeeping attributes beginning with R. Joe. Joe. Want to give it a Dave? <laughs> Re reflexes and rushing out. Very good. Correct. Well done, Joe. 
Joe, blame the Irish internet if you're going to blame anyone, but don't blame the Irish guy doing a quiz. I'll just blame, just blame the Irish. <laughs> Potato net. The internet here. Uh, question 19. Back to football manager again. Which staff role was first introduced in FM's 2017? Which Dave. staff role? Dave. Sports scientist. Sports scientist is correct. Well done. Question 18. Ireland were famously beaten in Dupe. a world... Dupe. Shiza. I was going to say Thierry Henry, and then it's not, is it? Incorrect. <laughs> is <it> Incorrect. <laughs> Ireland just shot were... my load. <laughs> no worries. I shot my load when that fucking... Well, I actually didn't. It was the opposite of shooting your load when that one <laughs> Ireland were famously beaten in World Cup 2010 qualifier due to a Thierry Henry handball minutes before the final whistle. But who was the Ireland manager at the time? Dave. Joe. That was Dave now, Joe. I'm sorry. It is for me. I'm sorry. It is. I think me and Matt have the same internet. <laughs> you are Ireland, Dave. He's upstairs. That's a Trapatoni. Trapatoni is the correct answer. Well done, Dave. Is, is David secretly from Ireland or something and he's here? <laughs> to be fair, I say, in my ears, as we, as we speak, I say okay. and Joe is like bang on the same as well. Sorry, that one I, I felt... That's, I was that's the way it comes through for me. Um, okay, next question. We've five left, I think. Six left. Um, 21. Which Argentinian striker won the Premier League in 2016? Dave. That was dupe in my ears. No, give it Dave. Give it no, Dave. No, no, no. Yeah, but uh, No. Um, yes. No. Yes. Yeah, Leonardo. That's not how you pronounce it. Is yes, that your final yeah. answer? Because it's correct. Yeah, yeah. It didn't sound right when I pronounced it, but nothing does. This is going to sound terrible on the uh, recording, is it? With if 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 I'm giving <laughs> it to the guy who answers second. <laughs> no, Dave's editing it, so everything's going to sound like it's Dave. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> um, cool. Question twenty-two. At which stadium do Marseille play their home games? Joe. Joe. Stad Velodrome. Velodrome is correct. Next question. In which city would you find the Phoenix playing their home games? Dave. Dave. Washington? Incorrect. No, I know what it is. I said the wrong one. No, In which city is. would you find the Phoenix playing their home games? Oh my days! The Joe? letter is, of course, W. Joe. Wellington. Correct answer, Joe. Well done. And it was Wellington Phoenix in New Zealand. You ended in Tun. <laughs> I thought it was Washington. To be fair, Dave. Yeah. I don't even know what the Washington team. There's a Washington team. I don't even know what it is. They do have Rosh- um, Washington Red Wolves, but they're they're not MLS or anything. Brian Cook likes this. <laughs> Question 24. Name the last player to move from Everton to Liverpool. Dave. Dave. Abel Xavier. Or Correct. Xavier, however you want to pronounce it. Shout. Spell it. Correct answer. X-A-V-I-E-R. <laughs> I-T. <laughs> Eccentric Xavier. Huh? Um, question 25. Two left. So question number 25. I hope we don't end up in a tie. Otherwise, I'm in trouble. We're running out of letters in the alphabet. There are no more. Um, 
Which player became Aston Villa's most expensive signing in January 2007? Dave? It wasn't Dave. Uh, Do you have an answer? Ashley Young. Ashley Young is correct. He became the most expensive signing in January 2007. He may not be anymore. Um, So it's Ashley Young. Correct answer. So we're on to the last question. Is, is it what's the scores on the doors? I'll tell you exactly. I mean, I'm happy not to answer this, you know. Um, <laughs> to make it a tie. Don't tell us. I say we just go for it. Go for it. Just go for it. Come on. Z. Zealand. There is either one or two points between Dave and Joe. Um, Great maths. F- yeah. Uh, should, I'll have to double check. Before to... the question's answered, Dave. <laughs> I'm going to say zebra. Okay. <laughs> um, Dave, give us a guess. You get two points if you get it right without a question, then you might cast show. <laughs> um, I don't know. My other one would be there's two brothers in Football Manager. I'm going to go for Zidane. Or oh. Zuccolini. Zaniolo. Zaniolo. So none of those are correct. <laughs> Excellent. But don't, don't, don't be too done. You haven't got the question. I don't know any other letters, any other words. That was it. Well, it's going to be, it's going to be a good question for you then, Dupe. Name the only country beginning with Z to have featured in a World Cup final. Dave. Joe. Dave. Joe. Zambia. Incorrect. Joe. Joe. Do I give it to Joe that or Dupe? That it was Dupe in my It was Dupe that time, but you answered after but Dave. I'm going to get it wrong, one. so it's okay. Go on, Dupe. Uh, Zimbabwe. Incorrect. See you never. Zed. Left to you, Joe. We go back in again. We'll give Joe a go, or a guess, and then we can go back in again. Well, the only the only one I thought was New Zealand. That would be N, though. Yeah, yeah. but it's got a Z in it. <laughs> Z- Zealand. <laughs> not this. It's not the other guy. <laughs> Zealand Shannon. Oh, World Cup final. You going for it, Joe? No. I'll give you a clue. Uh, Thanks. Do you want to guess dupe or will I, otherwise that's wrong? Z, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only took 26 questions, but we're all on the same page now. Give me Z. I'll give you a clue. This country is not, no longer. Ah, Joe. Co- no. Joe. Zaire? He's on form tonight, lads. Oh. Zaire is the correct answer, Joe. I've never heard well of that done. in my life. Why is How that? many other so countries is that with Z? Because I'm pretty sure me and Dave answered the only two. <laughs> is that changed? Zaire, Zaire is now known as the Democratic Republic of Congo. Oh, right. Okay. Um, but they have played in, I think it was two World Cups. I'm not sure. Um, back, I think, in the 70s was the last time. So uh, I wanted to pick a hard one. The free kick? The what? I couldn't tell you. There was an, Af- there was an African country that... Brazil had a free kick and they, they, yeah, and they just kept running it out of the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Closing it down. No, I think that was the camera. Oh. <laughs> they just blasted it at the bloke's face. Yeah. So scores on the doors. You don't need to do scores, it's fine. We do. It was actually, though, 1974 World Cup. I remember that. Not the actual time, but I remember seeing it. So, Joe... Well, from from third to first, Dupe Ooh, in third place it, with three. Really, Dave okay, in second place on ten, and Joe out in his own on thirteen. Well done, Joe. Well done, Joe. 
couple of questions. Fantastic. I enjoy that quiz. quiz. Really quiz. the alphabet. Yeah. the alphabet. Really Can we do quiz. an alphabet that's a bit smaller next time? Do a numbers can, quiz. You can find another language that has a slightly smaller <laughs> alphabet, Duke, and we'll go for that. Greek alphabet well, next time. I was going to say, how many is in the Irish alphabet? We don't have an alphabet in Ireland. Uh, yeah, it's too much. You don't, don't have a lot, do you? 30 internet, nothing. We do well. We do okay. That was a good quiz. I enjoyed that. Um, well, that does bring episode 184 to a close you can find the links for each of us the five star pod twitter account and the WeStream FM discord server in the podcast description or by visiting WeStreamFM.com where I believe there is a new dub the next article out which is Kaka if I'm correct it's Kaka indeed written by uh, Ash Adam underscore OTBFM and that will be uh, that's uh, will have been released by the time this pod is out on Friday up, Adam. Uh, and uh, the five star potential is available on iTunes, Spotify, and most other popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every week. Thank you all for listening. There will be more from us next week. Say goodbye, folks. Goodbye, folks. Goodbye, goodbye folks.